You know, it's crazy. Ever since I moved my desk to my bedroom, I never leave. Actually, it wasn't just because I moved my desk to my bedroom. There were like a lot of things that happened in that moment. Um, I started my new team. So I'm significantly busier than I was on my previous team at work. Uh, No shade. I just am, (laughs) if I were being honest. I also ran out of things to watch on Netflix and, um, well, any other platform, to be honest. And so the only thing I'm really watching is WandaVision, which comes out on Friday nights. So, like, there's no reason for me to be in the living room at all. Anyways, like, I have a very nice setup in here. It's, I'm obsessed, to be honest. It's just so cozy now. So part of me just doesn't want to leave my bedroom because, like, it's just, it's beautiful. But not beautiful, like, it should be an architectural design magazine, more like, could take a selfie in the mirror and it'd be aesthetically pleasing in the background type. Also, life hack, guys, if you don't have a ring light for your video cam meetings, you really should get one. Like, I have been using one whenever I'm on a video call and it's just such a lifesaver. If I'm not wearing makeup, just put the light on. My eye bags don't look so bad and um, it's great. You get good selfie lighting. So if any of my coworkers are listening and wondering, wow, she always looks so great on camera, it's the damn ring light. Actually, I don't think anyone thinks I look great on camera. If anything, it's like, oh, she just doesn't look like she's dying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm really thankful I have curly hair. And the reason is because I can make myself look like I did my hair when it's not done. Like, that's just the beauty of curls. It just always kind of looks like it's done. If, if you prepare it in the morning the right way, okay? Like I go in there, I use my little my little serum, you know, I make sure I detangle, make sure that um, I bring the volume back with some leave-in conditioner, a pick, um, so everything is good. But yeah, you can get away with making it look like you got ready in the morning. Okay, let's get into it. So today's topic is on being an adult. And by no means am I saying that I am a great adult or that I am great at adulting. But um, there are some things that I've learned over the past year and things that are so different from my life as a student. And, you know, as I think about this past year in quarantine and how I've changed and the things I've had to take on as I transition from life from being a student to an adult, there are just like a, a lot of things I want to talk about. So I love reminiscing. Like, I think I spend a lot of my time thinking about the past or past memories or when things were a certain way and I don't think that's a bad thing like yes look forward but I genuinely loved my memories I loved the things that I went through so it's important to look back and just think about wow I did that or those were the good old days not that the good old days are gone but you can have many good days and all of those experiences have molded me into the human I am today and man it's it's a little different so You know, a lot of people are graduating this year and this is your final semester. And let me tell you, when you're a student, life is so easy because you don't have to worry about all these extra responsibilities. Like really, the only thing you need to do is study, get good marks, if that, and then do your laundry and just make sure you're getting food in your system. But then you're an adult and all of a sudden it's like you're in the real world, you have a job and you have to do good work. Otherwise, you get fired. Or, you know, if you're a contractor, if you do consulting, freelance, it's like, I need to do work or I don't get paid. So there's a negative implication to not doing the work. So you see why life is different. (laughs) 
It's not like when you were in school and you're like, oh, I need to uh, catch up on laundry. I'm not going to go to class. I can't be like, oh, I have laundry. Um, I'm not going to attend this meeting. Sorry. Because then it's like, okay, can you attend this meeting and do laundry later? Like, <laughs> okay, actually, that was like a terrible example because I'm working from home. So I could technically do laundry and attend a meeting. But you see my point. You can't just miss meetings or not go to work because you don't feel like it the way you could as a student. And then, you know, I don't know how you guys were raised, what family you grew up in, and what the financial situation was like, but when I was a student, like, yes, I spent my summers working, and I would help pay for my tuition, but whatever I couldn't pay for myself, my parents would pay the difference. So I was really lucky because that meant they were paying for most of my tuition and my rent and groceries. And that's obviously not the case anymore. I live on my own. I pay for all of my expenses, all my bills. One thing I would recommend to people is if you want to save money, then stay at home as long as possible because it makes such a difference to not have to buy your own groceries and not have to pay rent, especially living in Toronto, which is very expensive. Not that I regret it because I don't. I think it was like one of the best decisions I made personally, but yeah, it's expensive to be an adult and like I pay for my phone bill, I pay for insurance and hydro and it's funny because I now know how my mom feels whenever she was freaking out about me doing my laundry in the middle of the day and I was always telling her calm down like it's just one load but now because I'm paying for hydro I'm like oh my gosh yeah no I'm gonna wait till it's not peak hours to do my laundry. Such a grown up I know. But yeah, like that is a big transition, especially from going from student to young professional. And if you have to move for work, then you have to like take into consideration that like you have to budget. But besides that, like there are so many great things about being on your own and being grown. Like for instance, you know, in university, the type of partying, the type of fun you were having is not the same to what you have now. I like, like some people think that university is the best four years of your life. And I don't know if I agree with that because, you know, when you're in school and you go out on weekends, like you're just drinking for the sake of drinking because it's fun and everyone else is doing it. But like when you're an adult, like you drink because you like the taste of whatever drink you're drinking. Like, I'm not trying to get shit-faced. I want to enjoy my glass of wine. And, like, it's a different vibe when you're drinking with people outside of school. Like, you're not trying to be anyone else, and people are having a good time. You don't have to worry about perception. I don't know. I guess it's like a distinguished chill. Yeah, honestly, I was ready to leave university. I think, like, the thing is, I did five years technically but like one year was an internship and I wasn't at school like I was living at home and I was so ready by the time I got back to school for my final year like I was just prepared to be a grown-up to be on my own to be over with school I almost felt like like there was nothing left for me to learn and I just felt like it was time for me to move out of that phase in life and I think a lot of new grads feel that way by the end they're like okay I've done it all and I'm, I'm ready to start the next phase. Like, I think I've grown out of this. And also, like, you just get to the age where you want your independence. Like, you graduate at 22, 23, and I went away for school. So I think this is a trend among people who did go away for school, at least based on what I'm hearing, is that when you live away from home for school, when you graduate, 
you don't typically come back home because you're so used to just living on your own and having that independence. You typically do move out. At least that's like the trend with my friends. And honestly, it feels nice. Like it's a different type of independence than when you were at school because you were living with like seven other people in a really shitty house, most likely. And you were in a university town that probably didn't have a lot to do. Anyways, you were just in that student phase. But like now it's like you have your own place. No one's telling you what to do because if you went back home, then you'd have your parents asking where are you going or just telling you to do things. So like as an adult, you just you don't have people over your shoulder telling you what it is you should and shouldn't be doing. And so I think that's a really good type of freedom to have. I think it's what's going to make you be your most authentic self. And that's really why I think people want to move out, right? It's just like to be themselves, not being told what to do. And so I, I really like that part. And that was something I was looking forward to after graduating. Like I said in previous episodes, like I always envisioned myself moving out after graduating and then like things aligned really well when Morgan asked me, you know, but um, yeah, so very excited, very happy that I made this decision because it was very fitting. And I think that if you're a student and you're thinking about what your next step is going to be like, yes, first, you know, find a job and then think about what is the life you envision for yourself after work? Like, are you at home by yourself in your own place? Do you have a roommate? Are you going to be with your family? And after work, you're just going to go downstairs and your parents are going to have dinner made. Like, what do you envision for yourself? Or maybe you just have like financial goals and that's why you're staying home. And that's really smart as well. But um, you got to weigh out the pros and cons and what it is you see for yourself in early adulthood. But yeah, here's the thing. Adulting can be really annoying sometimes. You know, I'm like a young adult and sometimes at work, I feel like people don't take me seriously. And um, I think largely it's because of the way I talk, because I talk to my coworkers the same way I talk on this podcast. Like, I guess I could definitely be, I could definitely have more social grace, but I don't, I don't want to. Like, I just want to be really authentically myself. And obviously that comes at a price of people seeing me a certain way. I think what I hate the most, though, is when people, I don't want to say like belittle me, but I think maybe just see me as naive or talk to me like, oh, she's still learning or I don't know, like inferior, I guess. Sometimes I feel it too. Like if I'm ending a meeting and I'm like telling everyone like, thank you, this was like a really good use of our time or I'll reach out to you if I have more questions. And then like people awkwardly just don't really say anything back. Like I ended it weirdly. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know how to end a meeting properly, but it just feels really awkward at the end when like no one's saying anything back. Like really? Like that's how you end a meeting? Anyways, it just makes me feel like I'm wasting their time or they feel like they shouldn't have been there or I shouldn't have been leading the meeting. Maybe I am just young and inexperienced. Who knows? But I don't I don't like getting that vibe from people. It's very off-putting. I guess that's just like a part of entering the workforce and being a young professional and being new in a role, like you're going to get that. And I think people need to be prepared for that because you are starting at the bottom. But yeah, anyways, besides work, back to being a grown up and creating the life that you want. Well, that's basically it. You know, when you move out and you're on your own, you can create the life that you want. You can be who you want to be. And it's, it's really cool, but you also have to be really careful. Like, 
you can go out and do things and you don't have to tell anyone where you're going. You don't have a curfew. But like, just be smart. But I think for the most part, people are and they make decisions that are best for them. But yeah, since no one's really telling you what to do, if you want to go drinking all night on a Wednesday, knock yourself out. If you want to blow your paycheck on Revolve clothing, which by the way is stupid expensive, well then you go do that, boo. Actually, speaking of expensive clothing, I love Aritzia. I have been shopping at Aritzia since I was like 12 and my dad was the one who was buying me things because duh, like I I didn't have a job. Um, But what's actually kind of embarrassing, but also like, you know, very grateful for is that like my dad was paying for my clothes for like a lot of university too. Like I would buy things because like I said, I had a job through university and like I made money, but like he would actually, you know, pay for a lot of my clothes as well. And it wasn't like me asking him, daddy, I need money for the mall. Like, no, it was, he was the person I'd go shopping with because my dad has extremely great fashion sense, I might add. Um, but yeah, he would buy my clothes. So really, really lucky. And so, you know, when I started actually just buying clothes for myself for the first time, I was realizing just how expensive Aritzia was. I was like, oh, damn, like $85 for this t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Wow. I really need my dad right now. I'm just going to wait till he's with me. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't do that for me anymore. Now it's like Christmas and my birthday, but it's fine because I am a strong, independent woman, and I can pay for my own clothes. Okay, so what I really wanted to talk about, and I'm glad I'm at this point in the podcast, is your expectations for yourself, what you think you should be doing once you graduate versus what you're actually doing, and comparing yourself to others. See, the thing is, like, there are so many different paths you can take once you graduate, and everyone's life is different. So, It's so important that you don't compare yourself to others because there is no map on how to navigate life after graduation. Like people can give you tips, people can give you mentorship, people can tell you what they did, but don't ever think that you are expected to do something by a certain age or that you should be somewhere because you're exactly where you are supposed to be. And look, there is no one way to do life. Like when I think of myself compared to my four best friends, like we're all so different. Like one of us does YouTube and also teaches English online. Another one, she does graphic design and photography and travels around the world. Another is a model, but also is interning at a PR firm. And then another one is a freelance marketing and social media consultant and, you know, makes her own hours. So like all of us are so, so different look at me, like I took a conventional life path, like I literally did by the book what you should do. And I'm making no comment on whether that's good or bad. But like, I would never have envisioned the life that my friends currently have for myself. But you know what? I love that for them. And I could not see them doing anything else than what they're currently doing right now. Like, if they were to work a nine to five, it wouldn't be for them. And that's a good thing because they're really thriving in what they do right now. So what I'm saying is you can't compare yourself to other people and where they're at because everyone's path is so different. And like they say, life's a marathon, right? So, I mean, I don't like the term marathon because it seems like it's a competition, but like, it's not like you're trying to be 
Like, you shouldn't try to be somewhere really quickly. I think you have to appreciate the journey and just know that it takes time. Know that the journey to where you want to be is not a straight line. And more likely than not, where you end up being is not where you thought you were going to be. And it's going to be something so much better. And like, I know it's so scary to take a bet on yourself or do something very unconventional, but I think you just need to do the first right thing and know that you can start over as many times as you want and that your first job does not define the rest of your life. Part of me thinks I'm still going to work in fashion in some capacity, and I currently work in banking, okay? So, like, (laughs) what I'm saying is you could do anything. I'm, like, laughing at myself because people are probably like, what? I have never heard you talk about wanting to work in fashion. But you know what? That's my business. And... Anyways, I'm laughing at myself because I just try not to take things too seriously. Like if I end up there, I end up there. I'm just going to make sure I do the next right thing. And I think that's what everyone should be doing. Just take it one step at a time. Don't put your, don't put too much pressure on yourself and think that you need to do X, Y, and Z to be in a certain place because it's so funny how life just kind of works out in your favor. Like, you never realize the things you're doing now and how they actually connect in the future. And honestly, with this whole quarantine, COVID, lockdown, I don't even know what it's called. This state of emergency, I feel like a lot of people are taking the the non-conventional route. And I love that because be your own boss or do something that might be a little riskier out of your comfort zone. And those are like the best stories. Like I love talking to people who tell me really unique, interesting hobbies or jobs or projects they're working on. It's a great piece to talk about and it makes you that much more interesting, honestly. Speaking as someone coming from business school, like I know that they put so much pressure on you to have your life figured out and have a job lined up after graduation and networking and doing all of these different things so that you are prepared to enter the workforce and um, join the rat race, I suppose. But don't feel like a failure if you don't. Honestly, it kind of sounds silly to even talk about it because I feel like there's so many people who are my age or younger who don't feel like a failure and are actually thinking that they're ahead in life by making that career decision. So yeah, take it from them. Be more like them. Just do what makes you feel good. Do what you see is the best fit for you. Don't take opportunities just because of the big name. You know, find things that are unique, things where you think you can really grow and learn a lot. Um, you know, I know working for like a big four might seem enticing when you're in university, but don't feel obligated to do that or feel like you need to in, in order to be in a certain place. There's just, there's so many ways to get to where you want to be and places where you didn't know you wanted to be, but now you do want to be there. The largest part about being a grown-up is making decisions for yourself. So choose wisely and think about the life you want to live every day. And at that, I will end the episode. Thank you so much, guys, for the support. I am literally recording this with 30 minutes to spare before dropping it. If you like this podcast, please give it a five-star rating. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Scandalous. Insatiable.